everybody. Welcome to the New Royals. I am Sean. I am Paul. And how We're is here. everyone doing tonight? We are here. We are back. We, we had a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a hiatus. Okay. I would call it a uh, um, a mini vacation that was yeah, a couple it, weeks it, long. It's so. a little bit in both. I mean, well, uh, we, you we went to North Carolina. Weeks. I went to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was gone for what would have mm -hmm. amounted to two weeks of the podcast. And uh, and then just some other stuff came out. I mean, um, you you had to get checked up on some health stuff, and yeah, I, had to, I found my life when I came back from North Carolina. Turns out, being gone for twelve days uh, really makes it hard to get right back on track. I'm like, I can. It's true. So, you lose your momentum. It's true. Yes. A lot it's of true. momentum was lost. Well, no, I mean, it's good. And we've had, uh, if you haven't had a chance to like and subscribe, please take a moment right now to like, subscribe, yeah. share. I have a little bit of a nosage. I'm just going to keep after it. So That's we're okay. all friends and family here. But no, <laughs> go ahead, like, hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified when we are on. We are uh, uh, loving the content that we are starting to build and just letting you mm -hmm. know uh, the New Royals Awakening. Or what is it? Awakening the New Royals? What's the yeah, website? New Royals, well, New, New Royals, New Royals Awakening. All right. Well, well, I'll pop it in right com. here. Yeah, New Royals yeah. Awakening. We are we are getting ready to launch that. We've got a yeah, lot of really exciting things that we mm -hmm. want to bring you. we got merch. we got T-shirts, yep. you guys, just for fun. Yeah. That's going to be good. Um, and books and other really exciting resources that are going to be great for you. So you'll want to check that out, New Royals Awakening. But here we are. We are back, and we are excited. So, Paul, how real quick? So, how was North Carolina? Um, it was a Refreshing mixed bag, but mostly really good. Mostly really good. And uh, it's it's in laws, and so sometimes there can be those weird things. But I'm not going to dwell on that because it didn't happen too much. It was actually really good overall. The beach was fantastic. We got to Myrtle Beach, and the weather was. Uh, about as great as you can uh, wish the weather to be, especially on the East Coast, because the East Coast, the ocean, and I'm not used to this growing <laughs> up on the West Coast, but the ocean on the East Coast is always warm, even in the winter. Really? It's still like, yeah, it's still in the okay. winter. I would say the winter uh, ocean <laughs> is is a is still a little bit warmer than even the Pacific, like Southern California in the summer. Okay. It is the wildest thing. And so right now is the perfect time to go because the daytime, it's about 80 on the beach, 75 to 80. And the, and the water is just like, it's not quite bath water, but it's lukewarm. It's just really gorgeous. You can be, you, you can go. be outside all day. If you go in the summer in Myrtle beach, what I have, which I have before, it is so uh, humid and gross. And the, and then the water's <laughs> not even refreshing. It's like bath water. There so, you go. Um, it's pretty rough, but it was amazing. I had a great time, relaxed. Um, ate too much food, but that was, That's you know, I'm not thing. complaining. Yeah, no and then on the way home, um, we actually bought a vehicle from my in-laws and <laughs> my, my son and I drove it home on the way back and we went through, uh, Tennessee, which I'd never been through before. It was, it's gorgeous. Uh, okay. I had no idea, um, before we driven through like Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana, which sure. look, I, I, I'm not a native. Maybe there's some amazing places. I didn't see them. It was, it was a little gross. Not, not yeah. my flavor. Ah. Uh, a little too humid for me. Okay. I don't like flat, but, but Tennessee is gorgeous. Rolling Hills, beautiful trees everywhere, mountains. And we stopped in Memphis and I wanted to share this story because it real quick, cause it was so cool. I took my son to Martin Luther King jr. Where he was shot. 
at the um the uh, oh gosh i'm this is gonna look so bad i forgot the name of the hotel sure just slipped my mind right now but we went there they've preserved it they turned into a civil rights museum but we got there this the museum was closed but the site is always preserved you can walk up there's all this cool stuff to look at and we were just kind of having like this reflective moment. I was telling him kind of what happened, why it was important. And it was really neat because we were the only white people there. And okay. so we were just being as respectful as possible. And um, at the, the sign of the hotel, um, a woman was um, taking a picture of herself, a selfie. And I was just like, you know what? This is a way to break the ice. I just want to be nice. So I was like, hey, could I hold that for you and take a, a picture from you? And she's like, yeah, of course. And so she called her husband over. It was like, hey, come, come. He wants to take a picture of us. So I was taking a picture of him. And then he goes, hey, would you guys like to get in the picture with us? And so oh, it was wow. like me and, and this black couple and my son and at the Martin Luther King, you know, site. And while we're taking a picture together, first of all, I was just honored that he'd want to share this moment with me. Next thing he did is while we're taking the picture, he put his arm around me. It was oh, just wow. like this amazing awesome. God thing, like show of unity and just like, I was like, this is real America right here. This is why right, right. we're going to be okay. This is incredible because um, anyways, it, it just blew my mind and was really touched me. I was so choked up afterwards. I could barely get my like self all together for a while. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really touching. So that was super cool. That's super great. That That's was a great story. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, so great trip overall. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my time was not nearly that exciting. I had a little bit of vertigo. My just on me. daughter cut the bottom of her foot open. Oh, I've been man. to the, the doctors more times in the last month and a half than probably the last 10 years. We don't Ooh. go to the doctors very often here. So, yeah, it was it was a lot. And then actually it was really funny because yesterday uh, we were just doing a follow up on her foot. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Her foot's fine. Her foot is Good. fine. I looked at it. Good. Foot is fine. The doctor's <laughs> looking at it though, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It looks a little red. And my wife is calls me and she's like, Hey, we're coming by to get you. I'm like, come by to get me. What are you talking about? You're coming back from the doctor's appointment. She's like, No, no, we gotta go to the emergency room. I'm like, for what? Oh my gosh. And it was because the the doctor felt like it needed a ultrasound and she couldn't schedule an ultrasound. So the only way to get a quick ultrasound is to go to the emergency room. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. And this was for a cut? Yes. And so I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. And so we just prayed, which is just, it's unusual because our emergency room is always like backed up here. It's like okay. two, three hours. It's not like overflowing with COVID patients. As a matter of fact, the yeah. COVID wing, the COVID side, the emergency room has two big sides. One uh-huh. is everybody else. And then when there's this like blocked off COVID section, there's never okay. anyone in there. <clears throat> that's always empty. <laughs> um, so that's for a different topic. But anyway, so, um, but, but I know this because I've seen it like three times in the last, you know, a couple months. Um, yeah. But, but, so I just prayed. It was like, Lord, just get us in, get us out. And mm. literally we like walked right in. They ultrasounded her foot straight away. He's like, yep, nope, everything's fine. Send us back out. I was like, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so really what Good. it was just an excuse to go to Applebee's. So anyway, yeah, so no, I mean, I mean, this is, this is obviously a lot of the things that we like to talk about uh, on the mm-hmm. podcast is just, you know, being real with what's going on out there, <clears throat> you know, yeah. kind of in our, in the pre-show here, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, kind of the, the state of the world and how to walk through this and navigate this. We talked a little bit about it on the feed 
and addressed it a little bit, you know, a couple weeks ago. Sure. And so tonight, you know, we're I, tonight we're going to kind of come at it. And I was I, I you know, I was honest with you. I was like, <clears throat> what is it when you. Well, I know what it is. Probably a lot of you watching will be like, oh, Sean, I'll tell you exactly what that is. But you know, I, what is it when you when you have a hunch of what the right thing to do is and you just don't want to do that? You know, you're just like, uh, are you sure, God, there's not another option? Um, but <clears throat> obviously my heart is unity. I love mm-hmm. I love people. I love encouraging people. Um, and I try to, when I see the complexities of society, the complexities of the interactions of social media, I really do try to, to dig in and be like, okay, this person that I'm seeing right now that maybe isn't being honestly, in my opinion, it probably isn't even being rational, um, that once I get past my fleshly response of, Oh, please, you know, smash my head and just, you know, um, I try to try to recognize that there's probably pain there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's probably a lot of anger there and you know, anybody who's ever struggled with anger, if you've ever struggled with intense anger, it is, it is, it's clouding. It is very difficult to navigate life when you are angry. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's difficult to allow yourself to really to know, to, to admit what is true and you will lock onto anything that will really just uh, val- validate your point of view, uh, regardless sure. of whether you think it's fully true or not. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we just see a lot of that right now. And oh, yeah. I guess my, my, contention has been and i have a scripture that i want to share a little bit later that's kind of what's got me on this path is the fact that that we're called to love people first and foremost right love our neighbors you know as Mm -hmm. ourselves we we are to we are we are called to love we are called to reflect uh the father's heart for people and when 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 i say father's heart for people i'm not saying cliche father's heart words i'm saying no this is the genuine heart of the father for that person that is driving you nuts right now yeah right and and that's what we get to do is reflect that Mm -hmm. and to be that love and and whether they receive it or not to continue in being in that love and sometimes it's just more difficult than others (laughs) that's that's the easy way of saying it (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep sure. it simple. No, I totally agree, man. I so I mean, talking about the anger last year, um, about eh, about this time, maybe a little earlier, when all the no, it would have been in, in the summer when the lockdowns were in full fledge, um, right? And there was just uh, for, it, there was a lot of frustration going on, and I had to deal with a lot of it in my heart. I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys want to hear more about my journey this past year, uh, there was a video that went up yesterday. Um, about it, where I kind of share my testimony of walking through some stuff this last year. Um, so, but uh, the, I basically was dealing with a lot of anger, and it's just like you said. Um, I could not see anything past that lens. It right. really was, and and I know the truth, man. I've been walking with Jesus for, gosh, almost. 30 years now. I mean, I've been, mm-hmm. I was raised in the church. I just, I, I've been in church leadership off and on for 20 years. Um, I know the answers. I know the answers, right? right. But it didn't matter because I was so 
into something emotionally and 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 even mentally because of what was going on um i let go of of putting myself in a good having good discipline that kept me right. safe that protected me and my limits in that moment i should have yeah. recognized where i was but i didn't play it safe and i went too far in and for that, I, I literally for months, I walked around in anger and I didn't even know it until the day it lifted. And it was like, oh my gosh, I've been yeah. so angry, Yeah, you know? And so just to, just to t touch on that. And, um, and so I'm actually really glad we're talking about this tonight because you guys know um, hope is our thing. We, we love seeing everything through hope and that's not going to change tonight, not. but we also want to, um, <laughs> we also want to touch upon the, the reality that there's a lot of hard things going on right now, no matter what side you're on. I, I don't right. think anybody's happy right now with the way right. things are going, you know? Right. And so how do we navigate that? Happiness as has a 38% approval rating right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, but how do we, we want to talk about that because, and honestly, you're, you might not get the perfect answer from us because we're, we're navigating this ourselves, right? But we, you wanna, won't, we, we can actually a, guarantee you won't get the perfect answer from yeah, us tonight. You, okay. That's, I can assure you <laughs> that is not that Bill Johnson class wisdom is nowhere near what we're going to talk about tonight. So we're yeah, going to do, unless you know, you know, maybe we'll just we have a moment. Maybe God will just speak through us. Drop something minutes. on. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> let me, let me, let me kind of share with you a little bit that got me, what got me on this journey, which was always <clears throat> fascinating to me. One of the things that I would always share um, as <clears throat> pastoring encounter, I would <clears throat> always kind of talk about the perspective of the disciples and, and really, if not at the forefront with their words in the back of their minds, the disciples were always dealing with the mindset of the trap, the troubles that they have mm. with Romans. Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. And, and how, what a challenge, you know, having Romans, you know, kind of living life over you and, 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 and being dictators and being brutal and, and, and bullies mm. and, and, um, that that was always at the forefront. I mean, the zealots mm -hmm. existed because they wanted to see, you know, Rome overthrown and wanted to mm -hmm. see, uh, you know, Greek politics cast into the ocean. Right? That was that was the goal. Mm -hmm. And so they would speak a lot of, you know, Jesus establishing his kingdom. And when are you going to establish your kingdom? And hey, can I be a part of that kingdom when you establish it? And here we go. And 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 Jesus, you know, trying to reiterate to them that you know the the kingdom you're looking at and the kingdom that I am from. They're not mm -hmm. the same thing. Yeah. We're not dealing with the same thing. And somehow, though he would say that, they never seemed to get it. They never seemed to, to um, catch the fact that Jesus was talking about a better kingdom and, uh, uh, you know, that he is dealing with people that he, he loves, right? And so it was always, you know, I was, I always kind of saw that consistent thread and I was reading in Acts a few days ago, just kind of jumping around, and um, it was really interesting because this is this is this is when Jesus returns, right? And Jesus began to teach. This is Acts chapter one. So this is it, right away, right? We're fresh out of the tomb. We're talking to people. We're talking to the disciples, and um, he says Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up into heaven, and after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit. The apostles had chosen that the, the apostles he had chosen, excuse me, 
after his suffering, he presented himself. So this is after his suffering. He presented himself. This is so great. Um, to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He had appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. So here he is teaching about the kingdom of God again. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait, uh, excuse me, wait in Jerusalem and for the gift that my father has promised you and speak. Okay, hold on. Where have I gone wrong here? Okay, I'm sorry. I was gone far enough. See, I'm a little bit tired tonight, so hang with me, people. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift that the Father has pressed, which uh, you heard me speak about. For John was baptized with water, but in the days to come, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So he's preaching the kingdom of God. He's talking the kingdom of God. He is dropping a promise of the fire of God that is coming. And in the face of this beautiful promise of the fire of God that is going to come, then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, when are you going to restore your kingdom to Israel? They're back at it. <laughs> They're right back at it. I mean, like, I literally, it. that's the question. Like, here's a big promise. No, we really want to get back to this whole kingdom thing. When are you doing this? Like, when is yeah. this going to happen? And Jesus, <laughs> without missing a beat, he says to him, it's not for you to know the times and the dates that my father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit. So he goes right back to it. He's like, hey, Holy Spirit's coming. Hey, when's your kingdom coming? Hey, Holy Spirit's coming. It's just crazy to me. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And after he said this, he was taken up. So basically what he is saying to them is, you guys are going to walk in power. You are going to be my witnesses, a reflection of me to Judea, to Samaria, to the ends of the earth. That mm. is what I want you to do. You guys are looking for government overthrow. I'm looking for you to reflect me in power. So good. That is so good. And Man. It, it, just, it just blows me away because I'm like, I keep thinking to myself, if, if we as the church could capture this, mm -hmm. that the goal is not government overthrow, right? That that's yeah. not where our our energies go. But what mm -hmm. is it if the church was walking in so much power yeah. and so much authority that yeah. Anthony Fauci would pay attention? Yeah. Right? <laughs> because every single hospital in Seattle has been cleared out. Yeah. Because the church is watching and so so you so you don't have to overthrow the government then, right? I mean, yeah, we're not yeah. suggesting that YouTube. That's not what we're saying. I'm saying <laughs> you don't have to. God, seriously, yeah. we can't say that. I mean, literally, we're gonna get. Yeah, you gotta be careful. That's not what we're Very saying. Very careful. You don't need to. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is you don't need to have a conflict. You don't need to do if if yeah. you're walking in, if you're walking in power, mm. and hospitals are being cleared out, the government's gonna pay attention to be like, what are you guys doing? We need more yeah. of that. Right. So but instead, good. we're like fighting and, and, and yeah, and it's a challenge, though, because absolutely some of the things that they're doing right now are just annoying. And you feel like, what's the quick way? Yeah. How do we make this? You know, we need to, to impeach oh, this yeah. person and do this. So, yeah. yeah, that that. But but when I read that, yeah. I read a different strategy. And I know you and I have had mm -hmm. this conversation a little bit before sure. and and you've kind of been able to maybe bring a little bit of balance to that. I have a couple of friends of mine um 
who right now I'm worrying for because they are not mm. in balance. They have gone off mm. the deep end. They are like, mm. Jesus had a whip and he went into the temple and started oh, yeah. smashing things. And we should do that right now. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, that's not what that means, yeah. but okay. So, but yeah, so that, that's that always, kind of where I am right now. That, that always cracks me up because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if you talked to me 10, 15 years ago, I probably would have been that person. But um, the Jesus whip the person. That, oh yeah, and mm. but it's so out of context because he was clearing out his house, right? You know, he, his house. Like he said, my father's house, but it's also his house, right? And if you look at it that way, like okay, so we can take the whips to to purify the church. <laughs> yeah, no, we, it was, yeah. In other words, we need to be looking at ourselves and what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, like as, I said, he was clear, church, clearly off the body. deep end. I was I was worrying about. Oh, him. I, I know. I'm him. just saying how if like, he's watching tonight, he knows. He knows does it apply. God bless you. We love you. Um, but uh, no, I love what you said, man, because, you know, I was just reading in uh, Matthew the other day where Jesus is saying basically like the kingdom is at hand now with me here and it's about to come with the Holy Spirit like you're talking about. He doesn't say it in those words, but that's what he ma- means. And he right. even says that and I think he was talking to the Pharisees when he see- says this, says you will see me seated at the right hand of God coming on the clouds. In other words, like a lot of people want to push that way out into the future because, you know, that fits their theology and what they sure. want to happen. But that's actually not what Jesus said. He says, you'll see that. And what do we see? We see that when when Stephen's being stoned in Acts, he looks up and Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father on the clouds, you know, or Jesus goes up into the clouds, the beginning of Acts. It's it's. He, we saw, or they saw it in their generation, and he's still on the throne right now. And the kingdom has come through the Holy Spirit, and we're now uh, working that out on earth. Right, right. But it's not through, like you said, political overthrow. Even though some days it feels like that'd be the fun, easy band aid way off. I don't know about but fun, I think but also, definitely easier. Right. Well, uh, fun in the sense that, like, oh, here it comes, and people have been wanting sure. it. Sure. But um, but Jesus also said that those who live by the sword die by the sword. And I'm not saying that there's never a time for justice to be inflicted with the sword, because Romans 13 says that's why government exists, basically, to bring justice for people. That's why they bear the sword. So what happens when your government is off the rails in a way? And, you know, um, whether you like what's going on now or not, um, if you like what's going on now, then you probably thought what was happening a year ago before you got, you know, what's going on now. It was off the rails. So right. we all have had to navigate these seasons. And um, one thing I just keep coming to is that um, for one thing, as Americans, we don't really know what long suffering is. We don't really know what getting in uh, really as a church nowadays, because we've lived in all this convenience for so long. We don't know what it's like to pray for months and years and decades right. and do the grassroots movement of reforming our church bringing revival and seeing things turn right and i don't get me wrong people i don't think it's going to take 25 30 years for things to get better in america i I don't um but i also don't think it's going to come through violence um i don't think that's the way either i think god's doing something right now and the reason it hurts us all is because it always hurts through a major turning in history and which i believe we're in and that's i mean that's another i'll just go on another thing right now it's like we don't know our history very well we we know our bibles but then we just seem to a lot of us stop following history after jesus died 
and up till now, you know, we don't know what happened 200 years ago, 300. This stuff is not new. This right. has happened before. Right. right. People have gone through much worse than we're going through, even though we don't feel it like it doesn't feel like real to us. Um, and so, but how do we navigate all this? So all that to say, um, it's really important to walk day by day close to God right now. Um, for sure. More, for sure. more than ever. Because yeah. I know there's days when I don't want to pray for those in leadership above me. And yet uh, Paul wrote, honor the emperor when he was talking about Nero, who was literally lighting their brothers and sisters on fire to light his gardens. Uh, it's not like that for us. And yet how, why, what's our excuse to not honor our, our president, you know? So, um, there's so a lot that, to navigate so, right now. So unpack that a little bit. So like, yeah. what is that? What does that look like? Because you know, we do, we do have right now, a lot of people who are not, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, yeah. honoring for our leadership, you know, and I've heard people make very biblical excuses mm-hmm. for not honoring leadership yeah. right now, you know, well, they're saying, I mean, even to the point of saying, well, you know, he's not, he's not this is yeah, legitimate. legitimate or, yeah. So if he's not legitimate um, leadership, how do you honor illegitimate release? You know, if you believe that to be the case, that's really hard. First of all, we're called to honor everybody period. So I just right. would start there. Um, we don't get an excuse. Um, and, right. and what does honor look like? So how do you honor the person who like murdered your brother? You know, um, it, it doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean you have to uh, uh, spend time with them, hang out, force yourself. It just means that we need to treat them as another person under God, which means that, you know, with decency, with kindness, be the better person. Um, even if you haven't healed from your anger yet, we we're called to walk in forgiveness, no matter what we feel. Um, and, and that doesn't think- mean that you wouldn't, you would not cease from pursuing that person see justice though either exactly not at all and i don't i don't think yeah that is not a part of honoring some people um really take the word honor out of um they just make it their own and they they use it as an excuse to be completely apathetic like oh it's our excuse to not do anything right and i've seen that a lot oh we're just going to honor him it's like well that just means you're just going to sit in your bubble and not do anything that's not God's like, here's the thing. We, we can honor a person. We don't have to honor their actions. Um, and by honoring the person's recognizing that, like, I mean, I, I don't agree with a lot of what's going on right now in our leadership. I really sure. don't, but I don't wish harm to them. I right. don't wish, um, I, I don't wish them to go to hell or anything crazy like that. I wish right. them to find salvation and the ultimate best thing that, they're success. They are successful, but 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 real success, not success on their terms, my terms, but on right. God's terms. So when I pray for somebody to succeed, yeah. I'm praying that through God's lens of success, that I whatever would like God wants for them, success in retirement. <laughs> I'd like yeah. him to just successfully retire. All <laughs> but, the but blessings like, to you this, in your retirement. The absolute most amazing. <laughs> That's where I am tonight, all. people. That's just tonight. No, it's a, it's okay. I'm, I was there probably last night. Um, the most amazing miracle of all, though, would be to have um, our current leadership have a Nebuchadnezzar moment, right? And just, I know it took seven years, but the fact is, is that it went from horrible dictator, awful man to being a king that honored God and protected the people that honored God afterwards. Right. Um, and that, I mean, that would be the ultimate 
craziest miracle. Now there has not been a lot of those in history. And, and that, right. I mean, just to be honest, like we can pray for right. that, but we can't live as if it'll happen. Right. Um, so we, we, I pray for that, but I'm also preparing if, if it won't. So I also pray for justice. And I, I don't think it's unbiblical to pray that if somebody continues down a bad path, that justice intervenes and protects the people that are being hurt in the wake. Um, I, I think of it as that's like a good. father. I like, yeah, that's really good. You know, I, I think of it as like if I was a father of a grown son and that son was doing awful things, I mean, and hurting people, um, whether he was just going around to bar fights, picking fights, or it was actually something worse, like a serial killer or something, God forbid, don't think I'll have to deal with that. But if, I'm just saying, like, I've tried to put myself in that situation before, because guess what? God's in that situation every day. Right, right. And, and right. would I ever stop loving that child? No. But I would definitely be, get to the point where it's like, I just hope they, like the police catch them. They're in prison, so they're safe, but they're also these people they're hurting are safe. And it comes to the point where like honoring them is actually knowing that they can't honor themselves and they need to be in a place that is protecting themselves and others. Um, and and like, obviously I'd be praying for my kid's salvation. Obviously I'd be praying for him to get right with God, but I'd also recognize like, I can't just, this can't not happen. do anything if yeah. I knew where he was going to hurt somebody. Would that be honoring God and honoring my son if I was like, well, I know he's going to hurt somebody right now. And since I'm going to honor him, I'll just let it happen and see what. No, that's not what God's calling us to do at all. It's really so, weird because I've heard people, you know, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That, that's why right now, kind of where I am, even yeah. though reading how I am, you know, because I feel like for what I'm hearing when I'm reading Acts, Mm. is in other places I've, I've read it as well i mean i actually feel like the lord is maybe giving me a message and i'm like whoa oh man i'm getting mm. a message that, that probably when i go visit churches and preach this message i'm gonna be like i'm about ready to preach something i don't really want to say um <laughs> i don't know that's what i'm saying right now it's just it's 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 wet cement but i've heard it i you know it, it's so funny i just don't think very many people have a 100% beat on what this looks like right now, because mm-hmm. you have people that you, you probably have more progressive Christians right now that are literally just like, it's all good. And we just need to roll with this and stuff like that. And you're just like, what, you know, I mean, where, yeah. <laughs> where are you at? And then more conservative Christians that I'm listening to them talk. And I'm like, I'm genuinely concerned about you right now. You know, I have the same <laughs> level of what, you know, and yeah. these are people that I respect, people I love, sure. and I'm like, sure. okay, what is, you know, where do we, where do we find the line in all mm. of this? And I think that's really what we're doing right now is we are all, yeah. a lot of people. I, I, at least for me, I don't know, maybe you're different, but, um, I've never seen such a varying amount of opinions and oh, such yeah. intense emotion than we're oh, seeing yeah. right now. So the fact that I feel like I'm somewhere off on an island right now, just not mm-hmm. knowing exactly yeah. where I am, uh, yeah. you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that right now. I, I know I probably, yeah. uh, by the grace of God, won't be permitted to stay on the island long. You know, I feel like <laughs> he is, you know, he who lacks wisdom, let him ask, and he will abundantly drop it. So, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll have to put the umbrella yeah. down and be like, okay, all right, I'm ready to know. Yeah. But, but I've, but 
in the midst of this journey, I've just heard some, just some crazy things, you know, mm -hmm. of people just saying, yeah, you know, I just, you know, and, and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I mean, I, I actually heard, this is probably a little intense, so I'm going to try and dial it back. But uh -oh. I heard one lady that I respect, you know, was saying something in the effect of if someone broke in her house to harm her, she she would just be before harming them. She would just let it yeah. know, happen. And mm -hmm. and I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. Like, I'm like. Your husband might take issue with that, but, yeah. but, but it is, you know, but it is, there is yeah. that, you know, I like, I know, yeah. I, I know some people who, you know, I'm not, I'm sure. not a, a huge, you know, I'm not like a gun guy. I mean, I own a gun, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but, but, you know, it's like, you know, gun culture is not a part of my life. I live in Washington. There's enough guns around me, but, mm -hmm. but I know some people are just like, no, nah, I don't own a gun. If someone broke in my house, I, I couldn't shoot anybody anyway. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess I understand that. And, you know, and that's a personal thing and whatnot, but I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm like, where, where does, where is that line of like, yeah, someone else who has made a decision to be harmful to your yeah. family's life yeah. uh, is more important than the potential harm that's about ready to potentially happen to your children. Okay. So I'm not making mm -hmm. a two way argument right now. I'm just saying no, right now no, that, no. that, that I, you could, some people feel like, like the mandates yeah. and the challenges that we're facing, like, right. That, that there's mm -hmm. genuinely no, and I think part of it is too, is when you can kind of walk along some of these mandates and for some, and, mm -hmm. and I, like I said, there might be some of you tonight that are like, this just 100% makes sense. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. if it does hundred percent make sense to you, please be aware that they are well-meaning, good hearted, mm -hmm. smart people that are looking at the exact same data as you are and going, yeah, something um, doesn't make sense. Sure. You know, <clears throat> I mean, the mm -hmm. fact that my daughter's soccer team is like you know we we can't handshake or high five yeah but but we're playing full contact soccer together <laughs> makes no sense right yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm sorry and 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 whatever data bit that you can come up with it would go well that's why this makes sense yeah. i'm sorry it's not going to compute it doesn't make yeah. sense and so yeah. there are just people that are like okay the optimistic side is I'm sure there are people who mean well that are doing the best I can. And then there's mm -hmm. this other side a little bit that we're just kind of leaning to. There's enough um, things happening that just don't add up that kind of sure. make you go. I don't like this. I don't like how yeah. I feel when I'm coming yeah. underneath this. And that's frustrating. Yeah, and so, uh, absolutely. And, um, and I think the question just keeps coming back to, it's like, what do we do as the church? What do we do as, as God's kids in all this. And I think one thing that we're coming out of is, you know, I, I've taught on this a lot. I have this theory and, and it's just this theory that when things got good for America and it wasn't good for everybody, this is kind of, but it's the, the common belief that when things got good for America in the fifties, um, the church became more insular and started okay getting more insular and less involved. And I don't mean in a, like, yes, you can be involved in politics, but you don't have to be political minded. You're just being involved in your community and serving and maybe God called you to do that. That's awesome. Do it. If God's calling you to do it, please do it. We need good people. For sure. Um, but, but the church became more and more insulated. And if you notice back, mm -hmm. if you go back to the fifties, like the best movies uh, making 
money, Ben Hur, um, The Robe. All these are like Christian movies. You know, right. there was a movie called The Bible. They were Hollywood blockbusters. And at some point, the church started just getting further and further away from culture. And then it got further and further away from politics right. for its season. <laughs> then when it came back to politics in the, uh, the, the 80s and late 70s, it became the religious right. And this became a very religious, motivated, politically minded church movement that actually was not very kingdom. Um, it just became about seizing control and changing everything. Okay. Well, we all know how that went. That like really <laughs> right. hurt a lot of people. So, but the main church itself, the the average Joe going to church, just got less and less involved in its community and became more just church was my involvement. Sure. And that is just not good. And I think what's right. happening is we're seeing a result of all of that. Right. Um, and God is like pushing us into a place where we all now, I really feel we're all having to ask ourselves, how do I get involved? And it doesn't mean, I'm not even saying like get in politics. I'm not even saying go on your school board, but what is God calling you to do outside your house? What is God calling you to do outside of your church walls? Whether it's just loving on kids, whether it's going to a prison and praying with the prisoners, whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be anything scary or big, but there's something. Right. And I don't think we can all live in our, in bubbles anymore. I just don't because I think we're seeing what happens when we do. And God, when Jesus came, he never meant for us to be insulated. He meant for us to be out. If we're going right. to be the salt of the earth, that means we're out in it. If we're going to be the right. light of the earth, we're out in it. If you read Acts, the apostles were always going out into the streets. Right. And I don't, I'm not saying God's calling you to be a street preacher. Right. But you're supposed to be moving in some area. And I think a lot of people pulled themselves back from that because of, whatever reason uh i'm not even you know fear sometimes maybe laziness i don't know i'm not condemning anybody god knows i've never done i haven't done everything perfect my whole life either but this culture is being shifted in the church and i i think that's really what's happening and so like the main thing that comes down to is we all need to ask god like what are you calling us to do are you calling me to speak right. on something because i have all this knowledge here and I can do it in a kingdom way that's not tearing other people down. Because um, we are allowed to speak truth, okay? Jesus stirred up a whole bunch of stuff, but he never dishonored somebody. Um, even when he was being hard on the Pharisees, he did it in a way that didn't dishonor them. And and that's the, the thing. Like, we're all learning. I don't know. Being called a whitewashed sepulcher is probably, you know, brutal. But that's vibrant. the crazy thing. Isn't like, <laughs> is that dishonoring when Jesus did it? Because I feel like, Jesus walked in perfect honor. And if we're called to honor Nero or the disciples were called to honor Nero, wouldn't that mean that Jesus was honoring them in a way? Like, I don't even know how it works. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm talking I don't know. To you right now. Right. No, because it's true. Is that, you know, well, how's I mean, that work? A, is honor just different than what we think it is? I don't know. I mean, honor is on. I mean, I guess it depends on how you, yeah. I, I, I that is like really part of the challenge that I think we're all facing is we're trying to navigate this right now. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the lazy, I mean, not to get too political, but you know, we, 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 Paul and I used to actually have a political podcast that we kind of laid down because it was just, not, God called us to hire things. It wasn't healthy. Um, <laughs> it was healthy. It was great. It was good. We're, we, 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 we can go here, deep into the, yes, you know? we can go deep into these weeds, but we had to process. I think a lot of the challenge right that, 
the church faces and did face, you know, we asked for 2020 vision. I think we got it. Mm, Eyes open. Uh, But I think we got a little complacent in 2016 with 45. And I think that's one of the things that the church can't is when you feel hopeless and you feel powerless. And then all of a sudden you feel like you have a little bit of power, but that power Mm. is all really built around one person. Yeah. Um, one, it's not going to affect that much Two, it wasn't very kingdom. Mm -hmm. Okay. And three, it's, it's, it's it's still the body politic right it's yeah. still in that realm mm. <laughs> i think when that happens and that complacency kicks in because now all of a sudden we're relying mm-hmm. leaning on and and kind of resting in one person uh you're not functioning in the fullness of your identity totally yeah. You're not, you're, you're, we become complacent. And I feel like yeah. that's part of what happens. So a lot. So in one sense, when, when I would people say are that like, I, would, I agree with you, but I also think that's kind of myopic because this has been going, this has been building much longer than just four years. No, no I understand. But I think it manifests, okay. I think it manifests full blown because I mean, yeah. listen to the cries now for the return oh, yeah. of 45. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and, and part of me is kind of like, okay, is that, return yeah because you just don't want to do anything yeah. or you just well, don't feel, well or you be. feel so yeah. powerless that you yeah. don't know what to do which yeah. then leads me back to where yeah. i've been you know kind of floating around mm-hmm. an axe and going but yeah. maybe that's our answer maybe our answer yeah. is that the church is mm-hmm. walking in the fullness of dunamis power and yeah setting yeah. the world on fire and then absolutely yeah and then it's you know president who who cares yeah. it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> because the church is walking in the fullness of power yeah. solving problems you know yeah being being the answer and being the solution which just yeah. seems so so large so yeah. big uh you know that's a that's that's a billy graham reinhardt bonky bill johnson <laughs> level yeah. request of the church but oh yeah but but is that the invitation that's being made to us right now? And so mm-hmm. maybe the, maybe a hundred percent think so. Yeah. I'm just, so maybe I, the worst thing that could happen would be for us to get yeah. exactly what we think we want. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, not that I would love, I mean, I, yeah. on a practical level, yes, we need to see a shift in government hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not taking away from that. I'm just yeah. saying, I think the worst thing that can happen is if hopefully we see the shift in government that we see, we yeah. won't we won't become complacent in that but we would actually yeah. seize that as an opportunity to to sure. love as well well uh, dude i 100% agree with you and i think that is exactly what god's doing with the church to get us to that point but then i'd also say that i don't think it's either or i think it's both and both and yes um, i agree yeah, i agree uh, you know i think that uh, but i think that this time we're going through right now is absolutely necessary to get the church moving ahead and I mean, anybody who knows me, you guys have probably heard me say it on a previous podcast or video. I still believe the absolute best time of our lives, of the, the life of the church of history is still ahead of us. Sure. I really do. I don't think this is getting 
like Jesus is coming back right now. I don't believe that at all. I think God's got way too much work still to do in the world and in his own church before he's ready. Re uh, Revelation 19.7 said the bride made herself ready and right. then he came back. Right. We're nowhere near ready. So I'm sorry, we're we're a bride that's in 18 pieces and maybe 18,000 pieces. And a lot of those pieces are battered and bruised. Right. We're not ready. We're not unified. Uh, Jesus prayed for unity. I believe he'll get his his prayer answered before he comes back. So we're not close. I, I don't believe we're close. I, I mean, it, for me, the closest I could see, and obviously God can do whatever. So my opinion doesn't matter. But I mean, I, I don't see anywhere there's any way he comes back in a hundred years, honestly. Um, I don't. I think we're in a shift of history that a lot of Christians, uh, uh, somebody said the other day that every generation of Christians believes that they live in the end times. And so, oh, yeah, you're, you're not special the, if you think 1800s. that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this, this, this so, whole, this whole rapture, you know, yeah. hippie hippie. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we've been doing this since the 1800s now and everyone else is yeah. like, well, I guess, yeah. it's my, I guess it's my kids now. I have a hard truth for some of you out there. We're not going to get rescued from this, not in a rapture kind of way. Um, God has a plan though. And I think it comes from the, uh, I mean, honestly, what I feel like is going to happen. I'm not saying specifically, I'm saying in a generality, I, I believe what's going to happen is God is building his church right now to, mm -hmm. to unify, mm -hmm. to purify. I mean, think of all the corruption in the church that's being exposed right now. Sure, I don't sure. even want to get into it, but go Google it. It's, you'd be amazed yeah. how many priests and pastors and, and church workers are being exposed for horrible, hideous things done in, in God's, God's kingdom, God's, God's uh, buildings, God's church, his people. It's horrible. Um, God's purifying his church. He's He's building us back up. He's getting us stirred to actually want to be involved and affect things again. Mm -hmm. Not just think it's going to be okay. Not that complacency like Sean was talking about with, uh, you know, in 2016 through 2020. But but then I, I really believe in all that. Then comes a shift governmentally. And, and I still think that's coming. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not prophesying the return of Trump or anything like that. Um, but I am saying that. I do think something's shifting there because I don't think God's only purifying the church. I actually think he's purifying mm -hmm. our government. He's giving us another chance because while all this is going on out there, people, um, mm -hmm. if you fall closely and I'm not going to get into details because this isn't a political podcast, but if you just spend a little time researching, there's mass corruption and other crazy stuff being exposed to in government. Um, and I don't think it's all coincidental. I think we're just at a crux in history where all these things are shaking at the same time. Yeah. But it's no, I, it's hard right now, but it's going to be good. So that's well, that's I think, why I think it's both and. <laughs> I think that's one of the things. I mean, I think, you know, as we kind of, you know, start to wrap up a little bit tonight, I think maybe that's the invitation that uh, you know, is coming to us right now is or, or maybe just the realization, maybe it's not an invitation. But the realization that, you know, it's okay if you're a little bit confused right now. Um, yeah, you know, we are that's, too. That, that's why, that's why we have the admonishment, you know, be angry and not sin. So mm -hmm. yeah, there might yeah. be some frustration, but not letting that turn into, um, you know, into where it's becoming destructive on your own, your own person, yeah. right. Or on yeah. someone else for that matter. So yeah. how to navigate this. And also too, as you, you kind of kicked us off with, you know, that's why it, it, now more than ever. Uh, I mean, it's obviously always important and 
just to mm-hmm. be with Holy Spirit, to to stop, yeah. to to breathe with heaven, and just yeah. be like, okay, what what do you say in this situation? And mm-hmm. my hope is that that as we do that, yeah. um, we'll get the higher perspective, absolutely, right, and yeah. to be uh self-controlled enough to 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 want to embrace Mm -hmm. the higher perspective right yeah um Mm -hmm. it's easy to just get quippy um it's it's easy to to wanna to kind of you know shoot back so to speak when you Mm -hmm. feel like uh your your value systems are being shot at every single day and and minimized and and Mm -hmm. you know kind of bullied you know I, i mean i don't feel like a victim because when people you know just maybe who are i mean i have a lot of very respectful conversations with people i don't necessarily agree with on on certain topics mm-hmm. of today um <laughs> but then there are other people that that just are are mean and kind of you know a little venomous yeah. about and and that for me doesn't bother me it's just water yeah. I, I i more and i don't know if it's right or wrong i more pity them i'm like yeah you're yeah. just you know, you're, yeah. I mean, that's not healthy. What you're doing right now ain't healthy. Yeah. And so you, yeah. you, you got more problems coming, you know, down the road if, if you don't deal with that. So, but that's we also don't kind get, of a warning shot over the bow for myself. Yeah. Be like, Hey, what, you know, watch, yeah. you know, guard your heart for out yeah. of it, you know, flows the, the wellspring, the issues of life. So, yeah, as easy as it is to jump in the fray and trust me, uh, last year when I was in my angry phase, I was jumping in the fray a lot. Um, we're not ever going to get where we want to go, where we, all of you, you guys, us in our hearts, where we want to go for us, for our children, for the next generation after that, we're not going to get there if we do things the way the world does it. And it's easy to jump in. It's easy to follow right our emotion into that. It's easy to think that spouting off this quick thing is going to change everything, but it really doesn't and and i would say more than ever like it's important to weigh even your regular facebook posts or your tweet whatever it is like we're we're in a time right now where everything is so amplified that it's it's really hard to even get away with that little mistake like you know two years ago i could have said something stupid and could have just been like we all could have laughed at it now, if I say something stupid, it might ignite a firestorm. Yeah, uh, for and sure. Bring consequences so that I don't want to deal with, that <laughs> right. they don't want to deal with, that right. isn't helping. So we're actually called to be in a higher place right now. Like we are in a war; it's just not physical. Yeah. And um, and so what I want to do is just before, like we're, we're going to finish up right real quick, but um, I just want to conclude with a little hope and um, just a little process of my own is just. Um, like Sean said, just walk it out with the Lord and keep asking him because I guarantee most of you listening right now, and, and it's probably Sean and I too feel this. We feel like we got to do something. And yeah. I don't think that's unholy. I think that's actually God stirring you, but it's really important to sit with him and say, God, what is it you want me to do? Yeah. And it might not be political at all, even if that's the thing you're <clears throat> focused on or yeah. religious or something. It might just be go hang out with your kids today and love them well, but find something to keep doing. That's changing the world and your influence for a little bit in a positive way and keep praying for our leadership, pray for, um, pray for justice. I mean, Mm -hmm. absolutely pray for justice. If you can impact justice in any way, you have something that can impact that, please be a part of that. Um, all that stuff, but, but more than anything, don't, 
don't give up and don't go to a dark place. God works everything for good. And just like I said, as a, as a student of history and of the Bible um, and I'm walking with the Lord, these things happen, these times come and we can rise up and meet them and steward well what God's doing, or we can miss out on something that might be amazing, but, but it's all turning around at some point. And I think we're all um, going to be really amazed when it is. And then we're going to be talking about this with our kids someday, but you guys remember when you were little and this was all crazy yeah. and like, it actually was crazier than, you know, oh. look what came out of it. You know, I look yeah. forward to that day. I, really do. I do too. I, I do look forward to that day. I, I probably am still in the, in the phase a little bit of mourning, you know, where it's like, you know, I look at my little one and a couple of times I've just, I've just apologized. Yeah. I've just looked at her and said, yeah. honey, I'm, I'm, you know, and she has no concept of what I'm saying. You know, she's like, yeah, yeah what exactly, do you mean? Right? I'm just like, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry that we, we mm-hmm. let the world get this way and, you know, yeah. and, and let's do better. And maybe that's, maybe that is, if nothing that's else, great. that's the motivation to hear Holy Spirit to say, okay, what is doing better Amen. look like? Yeah, we absolutely. don't have to live subjective to bad yeah. season to bad season to bad season. You know, we, so we, we can, yeah. I mean, we, we are, we're called to be given authority. And I think, I think part of that is m- making sure that we don't subjugate our authority to someone else. Yes. Yeah. That's and so good. So, um, so good. So that, that really is, uh, I feel in a way kind of what we've done and mm-hmm. the challenge is, is when we do take up our authority, we're taking it up with a lot of anger in there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, all right, I'm going to go get false. my authority now. So, <laughs> so it's like, dang man, what, what is yeah. the right way? And that, that is the journey that we're on right now. Um, yep. I don't, and I'm with you and I think I'm trying to find that balance. Humility does not mean apathy. Mm-hmm. Humility doesn't mean inaction. Yeah. Humility doesn't mean you lay down and and take it, um, you know, you know, but then, you know, people will meet. Well, but that's what Jesus did. I'm like, OK, yeah, I, I know. I know. But he didn't until it was his time to do it. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Until, you know, and so I'm, 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 I'm I don't really feel like that is the design mm-hmm. of the earth is for us to just lay down and we're all, you know. Those no. who follow Christ is going to be destroyed. I, I believe that we were supposed to yeah. walk in power, and, and you know, and there yeah. may be a journey and a path to get there. And it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just you're you're kind of getting our real deal process tonight. So mm-hmm. I, I hope, yeah, absolutely. So be encouraged that that there are other people who are processing the same thing you are. Yeah. And right now, yeah. in the midst of our process, what we get to do is invite Holy Spirit into the middle of it. Yeah. What we yeah. get to do is invite Holy Spirit into this and say, this this is where I am. This is what's bugging mm-hmm. me. This is what is going on. And I don't know how to solve it. And I don't even know if I want to solve it. I just, I just know that it, it hurts and it's a lot. Yeah. And um, that's not a prayer that he runs from. That is not mm-hmm. a prayer that he ignores. And so, so I guess that would be just my encouragement to us tonight as we wrap up is, mm-hmm. is um, be, be okay with the season you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. can stay healthy. Stay healthy. Yeah. You know, keep your thoughts healthy. Keep your community mm-hmm. healthy. Um, yeah. You know, reach out in the comments below or DM us. You know, if you're like, "Hey, I need some prayer," um, yeah. You know, we we'll we'll pray together and encourage you guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, hey, uh, an interesting, <laughs> relevant podcast for us tonight here at the New Royals. But we hope we yeah. loved it. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for checking in. Yeah. Bless you guys. And yeah, just remember you're not alone. And so God bless you. Things, 
things are going to get better. I really believe it. So have a great weekend, guys. Take care.